Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to episode 12 of the Bagels and Locks podcast. By the time you listen to this, it will likely be Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all of our loyal listeners out there. With David Santola, my name is Chase Bedorsky. A lot to be thankful for, one of which is that in a couple hours I'm heading back into New York and won't have to ever play blackjack on my phone until tomorrow again. Um, Because, man, is that an emotional roller coaster of highs and lows. Are you going to ask me what I'm thankful for? No. You're playing a song. I can't be heard. This is what I'm thankful for. I'm back, baby. I'm fucking back. What does that it, mean? What does that mean? You finished three and two? It it no, even better. It took it took way too long. And this season has been hard on me financially, emotionally. Um in a bunch of other ways, but in week 12, I am fucking back, baby. You didn't ask me how I finished, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I finished what I'm going to call three and one, what nope, the records nope. will probably call. The records will probably call two and one and two. Um, I'll was, I was walk you through it because I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I basically everything that I said happened, I was fucking on the money genius last week. And I think it's just a preview of things to come. I think I'm just a late starter this year. Um, I, I told you that the, the Vikings line was a rat line and it absolutely was. The Cowboys dominated them Sunday. Um, fucking spot on for me. Spot on number two. I told you the Bengals were going to beat the shit out of the Steelers and they did. Number three, I told you the Bills were going to have a comeback game against the Browns, and they controlled the whole game, and I got backdoored on this one, so it was a push. That kind of sucked, but whatever. Um, That's the third win that Chase isn't going to count, but you really should count. And then I pushed on the Bears, who I said would keep this one close. They didn't win it in the end, but it's a push. We'll take it. This Bears team cannot figure out how to win a close game. Um, which I think Bears fans are kind of thrilled with because it's a rebuilding year, but um, I don't know. It says something about this quarterback. We'll talk about him later. Um, and then I was wrong on Eagles game. So if you want to, if you want to talk about how many picks out of five that I was right about, it's really four. So some people want to call us four and one. The records are going to call it two and one. It's pretty good no matter what. Chase, how was your week? Probably not as good as mine. Um, I picked more games correct than you. Yes, you had ties, but I picked three games where I actually won, and there's no how many losses. How many losses? How many losses? Two, same as you. Two, that's more losses than me. That's more. I only had one. I only had one. That's more losses. You're a bigger loser than I am, objectively. Yeah, not sure about that. Uh, TCU minus two and a half versus Baylor. The TCU train kept rolling, but it was a last second field goal. I think they won by a point. Um, the Pac-12 was dumb. That game was very dumb offensively. UCLA lost by three and not two and a half. Yay. Yeah, I told you on this one. It was heartbreaking. Yay. Commanders took care of business against the Texans. Bengals took care of business against the Steelers. Uh, and you thought LSU was a rat line. It was not. They kicked the shit out of UAB just like they were supposed to. That was not a rat line. 
confirmed. So yeah, three and two. I'm 25, 29, and one on the year. And uh, I'll throw it over to you to introduce our guest for this holiday. All right. This week, we have a man who truly appreciates Thanksgiving, which is why we've saved him until now. Um, and he's a very, very loyal BNL listener, which we which we really, really appreciate. Um, this is how we like to reward our, our loyal listeners. So I want to introduce our guest, Devin Irish. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. I, uh, I would like to say on this uh, Thanksgiving Eve that that is one thing I'm thankful for. So looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, Should we uh, having you. Let's get into it. Dave, what do your picks look like this week? I, I got all NFL this week. Oh, come on. I got some rivalry week. You got it. It's rivalry. You got to pick one. I got no feel for it. So I'm going five NFL. Um, I will start yeah. with, I'm not a big over under guy. So I'm going to, I'll start with uh, an over I have this week. I have Bengals Titans over 42 and a half. Um, I think both defenses are good. Uh, the Titans approved that time and time again, but Joe Burrow just keeps doing Joe Burrow things. Jamar Chase is going to play this week. It's the Titans run game versus the Bengals pass game, and I like there to be a lot of points. I, I have a question. We have a, a full slate of three football games Thursday and a full day of rivalry week, arguably the best week in college football Saturday, How, and you're skipping right ahead to Sunday? You don't have any Thanksgiving bets either? No. What the fuck? So not festive. Um, but all right. Um, and, and you're going to take an over in a Sunday game. Jesus, this is, this is not exciting for our listeners. This is not what they're tuning in on Thanksgiving Eve to hear. I'm thankful for consistency. Yeah. Um, well, you shouldn't be thankful that Mixon and Chase aren't going to play. Cause I think that's really going to handicap the Bengals offense. Um, 43 is not a big number. Dude, so right. P. Ryan had three touchdowns last week when Mixon got hurt. We're chilling. Yeah, Mixon had five when he was healthy. So, all right. So, we'll average them together. Call it four. Great for the over. <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't argue with that math. Shit. <laughs> all right. I'm assuming you got a rivalry week or Thanksgiving pick. So, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll, we'll do this chronologically. So, I'll start with Thanksgiving. Um, and I'm going to take, I'm taking the Lions plus nine and a half at home against the Bills. Um, Lions are playing good football right now. They won three in a row against three good football teams, dismantled the Giants last week. Um, the Giants are so banged up, especially in the secondary. So you got to discount it a little bit. But they're they're a real football team. They're playing good football. They're playing hard football. This is at home on Thanksgiving. Um, and Buffalo looks super pedestrian. Um, and, and Josh Allen still doesn't look 100% right. So I mean they they I I did I did just say in the intro that they handled the Browns which they did but the Browns stink. Um, I I like the Lions to cover here. I will not be taking the money line, but but this is the wet the beak Thanksgiving bet that I feel the best about. Do you think the Bills have any sort of a competitive advantage given that they are playing in Detroit for the second week in a row? Yes, I think maybe I don't know. I guess they're playing against the Lions, though, who are the home team. So ignore that yeah. point. Strike it from well, the now they got to move across the hall to the visitors' locker room, so it's like a whole new stadium. So I think I give no credit for that. Anymore. Yep, strike that one from the record. Devin, first pick. What you got this week? So I'm going with a uh, similar strategy today. If I can't sit there all Thanksgiving and and not have any action, 
Um, I'm going with the New York Giants plus nine and a half. Um, I know they're coming off a bad loss at home, uh, but the Cowboys are also coming off the game of the game of their year. I think they come out a little slow. Think don't take the Giants seriously, and I think nine and a half is a pretty big number for in division game. It does feel like a big number, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I also will not be taking money line, but I feel like nine and a half, like it's a I, lot of I points. also feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm biased, but I, I feel like the Cowboys lose every Thanksgiving. Like what's their Thanksgiving record? I feel like every year somebody shows up and, and beats them up at their own place at four o'clock on Thanksgiving, just like to this time. Um, I, I mean, on this game, I won't bet it because I bet the Giants my heart, but I wouldn't, I would also think about the over here because our secondary is banged up. They're going to put up a lot of points. If we're going to stay in this game. We're going to need to put up a lot of points. The number's only 46. So I, I think about it. Yeah, I like the over more so than the points one way or the other. I, I mean, the Cowboys the Cowboys candidly should kick the shit out of the Giants this week, unfortunately. I mean, we don't have any starting cornerbacks. Kenny Galladay is unironically starting again this week. Um, so the injury bug are really catching up with these, you know, upstart New York Giants. But we'll see. Hopefully the Cowboys shit the bed in prime time. Uh, NFL pick number two, I'm going Seahawks minus three and a half versus the Raiders. Seahawks are coming off the bye, got a week to get healthy. Everyone's talking about, oh, the Raiders are back last week. They beat Russell Wilson and the Broncos, who are the only organization who were in contention for being more of a dumpster fire than the Raiders right now. Um, I think Demon Deacon, Kenneth Walker controls the game on the ground. I, I just, again, I know this team wants to rally around Derek Carr in Vegas. I just think it's a lost season. And I think the Seahawks, now that the Niners have won a couple in a row, there's a little bit more urgency for them to keep winning. Um, I like them to cover the spread here. Yeah. Uh, first two things on the Cowboys last point, they haven't won on Thanksgiving since 2018. So I, I was right. They do lose every Thanksgiving. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not bet the Cowboys at least um, on the Raiders game. I agree. The Raiders suck. They're, they're, they're a total dumpster fire. And honestly, watching them last week sort of confirmed it for me. So I, I agree with your instinct here. I'm, I'm, if I'm betting this game, I'm going to bet the Seahawks. Go Hawks. Um, all right. Second picks. What else we got, guys? Uh, I'm I'm going to rivalry week. Um, and I'm taking I'm picking the two biggest rivalries. So I'll start with Notre Dame USC. I'm taking Notre Dame with the points plus five and a half away. Um, I mean, first, we have a Pac-12 theory chase that that we need to decide if it's true, if this is true, bagels and locks science or if we're just wrong about this usc's defense just sucks like ucla's defense also sucks and that was why ucla lost last week but you know the the final score for that game was i think 48 to 45 um so yeah all that said if one team's getting what was it five and a half points yeah i, I just think take the team with the points I, usc's d as good as their offense is D did not get many stops other than the one to win the game, unfortunately for me as a Bruins fan last week. The over-under here is 65 points, which is crazy. Um, and for those who don't remember, the Pac-12 theory is every time a Pac-12 team plays in a big game and has a, a even a fighting chance to make the playoff, 
they will lose that game. So that's what have to happen here. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also Notre Dame, every time they play a big game this year, they've won it. It's not has not been true for the, the they've won it pretty handily, too. Yeah. I mean they totally blew Clemson out. Um they blew I'm, I'm out North, the others. They blew out North Carolina and even Ohio State week one was a fairly close game. Yeah. No, I mean they 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 show up for the big moments, and this is the biggest moment of their season in the Rose Bowl. So I, I like uh, I like the fighting Irish, and it kills me to say that. Mm. Mm. Whatever. Uh Devin, pick number two for you. You stick it in the NFL or you go into the college ranks like our friend Dave? No, I'm going to the uh, college ranks. Um, rivalry week. I am going to take a first half line with Alabama minus 11 against Auburn. I think Auburn has played pretty poorly all year. Um, I think Alabama runs it up early and uh, takes care of business. Do do you think that's still the case, knowing that uh, Auburn legend Cadillac Williams could be coaching for the permanent job? Maybe I just love Cadillac Williams from the him and Ronnie Brown team, but I don't know. Weird shit happens in the Iron Bowl. Devin, I have a question for you. Did you just relocate to a gymnasium in high school with a bunch of dogs? Because your, your sound is just is all weird all of a sudden. Uh, no, I, I walked out of my apartment and then back in for a second, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> that sorry. was the dog downstairs, very, uh, sensitive to noise and barks every single time I walk hey. in and out of the apartment. There's nothing wrong with that. Dogs are people, dogs are good people too. Sorry, um, I interrupted the Auburn conversation. I, I I thought this was um I thought this was Lane Kiffin's job and we were it was done. He Lane Lane is saying it's not his. I feel like if anything he's going to use this Auburn job to just get a huge raise at Ole Miss, and then leave in eighteen months to go somewhere on the West Coast or something. Yeah, that's a definite. No, well, who's going to take him on the West Coast now at this point? Yeah, I guess you're right. He's probably going to like Oklahoma or something. It's it's an interesting landscape right now, but you know, Lane is a mover and a shaker for better or for worse. Um, pick number three. I have the two teams down. I haven't decided which side I'm gonna take yet. Um so I'm gonna go Bears plus four and a half versus the Jets. Um, you mentioned at the beginning of the show they do a lot of close but no cigar. Um, and Mike White, as much as I love Mike White, I was at the Mike White game on Halloween last year against the Bengals. One of the coolest last sports performances I've ever seen. But Mike White, other than that, sucked. Um, I know he's going to be, I think he's going to be an upgrade over Zach Wilson, but I like Fields and the boys to keep this close. I like them with the points. Uh, I think the Bears keep establishing it on the ground. Um, but if Mike White plays just like an average quarterback, um, I will say I think this could get ugly very quickly. So good news. I, I just checked action. Every major book has this at six. Um, I will take it with the points then. It has changed since. I also saw it at six, and that is also my third pick. So I agree Devin, with you there. Devin, give some analysis on why it's your third pick as well. Well, Jets coming off with uh, quarterback uh, issues right now. Six is a good amount of points. 
Um, and the Bears have been keeping it close, so. Yeah, I, I got this one as my third pick as well. Dave, thank you for your int- – oh, okay, never mind. I'm going to – I just cut myself short. I was going to say thank you for your integrity and give me the points, and you only said plus six because it's your pick as well. Yeah, because I'm taking it too. Um, no, I mean, I, I, everything you said, Chase, is right. Like, Mike White is, is – um, he, he's not good. Are we sure it's going to be Mike White? I mean, if this no, is no, black, they, they said, an absolute lock. No, they said Mike White. It is Mike White. All right. I mean, the Bears' defense is bad, which makes me not want to take the over here which makes me want to take the over here. Sorry, at, at 39, but I don't see the Jets scoring a lot of points. So this game is going to be weird, but I see it as close, if, if not a Bears blowout. Um, I mean, Justin Fields could definitely turn the ball over a couple times against a, a really good Jets defense. <laughs> so I don't know. This could be this could be high scoring, could be low scoring, but I feel okay about it being close. So I, I'm all in on Bears plus six. This one feels pretty good. I'd also like to give uh, I'd like to give credit for Robert Sala because I know a lot of coaches guy gets picked second in the draft. Like, you know, despite the obvious shortcomings of Zach Wilson and how he's held this team back um, as well as his complete inability to read the room and accept accountability. A lot of coaches would keep playing him. Uh, Sala is not only not playing him this week, but uh, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson will not even be suiting up. So credit They're not even dressing him. No. So credit to him for sending a message that, you know, you got to earn this shit. Yeah, I don't know. It seems a little extreme to make him wear street clothes on the sidelines when he was your starter last week. I mean, like he's, well, he's like five and two when he started this season. I, I didn't realize they put him in street clothes. That's kind of fucked up. Mike Greenberg this morning goes, uh, Zach Wilson is five and two as a starter, and he has as much to do with that as I did. <laughs> That's not true. He looked good in the Bills game. He's had moments this season. You can't let your memory get too short. I agree that he probably needs to get benched because he lost in that game. And I think Salah loses the locker room if he doesn't bench him. But, like, I, he could have been the backup. Well, I think Zach Wilson already lost the locker room, to be honest. I think that is the biggest problem. Not not to dump on the Jets, but, again, when you stay there, sit there stone-faced and say, I don't think my play is part of the problem, it's like. That wasn't the line, though. That's getting overblown. The line was like. It was something like, do you owe an apology to the defense or something? Or do, it was, do you feel like you let the defense down today? And all he said was like, no, because I went out there and I played my hardest. I, I think I don't like Zach Wilson as a as a player or as a dude, but I'll defend him on this one. I, I don't think it was as bad as everybody's making it out to be. I just think that was such a – this whole situation was just so preventable, in my opinion. Yeah, like, he, just, he oh, handle it for sure. Just own it. Just be like, yeah, we sucked. Yeah, but he didn't say what, what everybody's saying he said. It, it, was, it wasn't it was as bad as, as that. He just said, I don't think I let the defense down. Well, I would say most fans, as well as your head coach, apparently beg to differ. So, uh, there all you right, go. All right, Chase. This is – was that your – Yep, so oh, – That was all of our picks. So you got to so go for it. Pick number four, I'm going to go with uh, Chargers minus four versus the Cardinals. Um Chargers got healthy last week, and they just left time on the clock for Mahomes. Shit happens. Um, but I think overall they did look pretty good. Keenan Allen's back. Eckler was back to his old self. Um, Almer, I forget his first name, but the wide receiver has really emerged as a weapon there. I, I just think the Cardinals, again, I've been saying this for a while. It doesn't matter if Colt McCoy's starting to me. It doesn't matter if Kyler Murray's starting to me. As long as Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach of this team, I just don't think they're going to win many games. And no need to overthink that. 
Yeah. I mean, I, it sort of feels like everybody's played the chiefs close. So I, I'm not, I'm not ready to say that they're, that they're back because of last week. Um, it's just, it feels like, I don't think they're all the way back, but I think they're, they're healthy for the first time in a while. And I, I just, uh, the Cardinals, I, I don't know what it is. Cause it, it's even like little shit. It's like, they released like, Eno Benjamin for no reason. It was been a solid running back this year. Like, I just don't think top to bottom that this is a very well-run organization. I agree. The Cardinals suck. I I'm not, I, I swore betting them off because it's only gone poorly. Like they're, they're bad. If Colt McCoy plays, this line is absolutely wrong. Um, but I, I guess the betting markets are, are banking on, um, on Kyler being back for this, but yeah, I, I'm not going to bet it, but if I was, I'm definitely not betting the Cardinals anytime soon. So I'd be on the target. I appreciate it. What do you got for your next pick? Um, I'm going back to the college ranks, the biggest rivalry week game, obviously any, anybody who knows how I feel about college football and, and Michigan knows exactly how I'm going to bet this game. Uh, it's all Ohio state minus seven and a half at home. This is absolutely the lock schmear of the week. I've been looking forward to lock schmearing this for two months now. Um, I think this line should be bigger. I think I'm Ohio State's a little banged up, so I'm hesitant to say that they're going to blow them out and put up a million points. Um, but I, I think they went handily. I think last year was an aberration, and we go back to this game being um, a nightmare every year for Michigan fans for a while. To me, this game all depends on the weather. I think the colder it is, the more it favors Michigan, just because they are such a ground and pound team. Um, I look, I really don't have a feel for this game. Both teams, and when they could have made statements last week, Michigan beat Illinois late. Ohio State ended up winning by I think thirteen against Maryland, but that score was a little. That game was close, though. Yeah, yeah, that game was close the whole game and was swayed a bit at the last second by a um touchdown defensively so all i know is this is going to be awesome that's my take on this game uh 2006 they were one two in the country it's not quite that stakes where the winner played the national title game but again if michigan wins they have a pretty high margin for error for the playoff and honestly if ohio state loses close i think the playoff's still on the table for them so big 10 battle looking forward to it yeah now it'll be fun Devin, pick number four. What do you got? I am also going to Ohio State minus seven and a half here. I don't see uh, how you don't take this line. Um, with these uh, there, Dave, I feel like I'm also on my way to the golf simulator now, but um, I agree with all the points you've made. Thanks, Devin. Th- thanks for giving this podcast on your big week. Your undivided attention as we hear you clip into the, the seatbelt to go to the golf simulator. Um, I hope you shoot 200 against the screen. I take it that's not a very I apologize. Point. The timing of it did not work out as planned. Hey, shit happens. I'm a much more forgiving person than Dave. Um, all right. My fifth and final pick is going to be Bucks minus three and a half versus the Browns. Um do I think the Bucks are all the way back? No. But Brady had a week to get healthy. And as much as it pains me to say this, and I can't believe I didn't lead with this because Dave and I are playing fantasy this week with first place in the American League on the line. Um, before I go into this whole rant, do you have Rashad White? Yeah, he's starting. 
Dave's got Rashad White. I got Lenny. And as much as it pains me to say this as a Lenny owner, I do think this is the week they pivot more and more to Rashad White, get a little bit younger on the ground. Mike Evans hopefully had a week to rest his fucking hands so he stops dropping the passes. Um, Deshaun's not back this week, right? This is the last percent week. Yeah, last percent week. I mean, the Browns, <laughs> I actually thought offensively looked kind of decent against the Bills last week. Amari Cooper emerged. Um, but I like the Bucks D to just come out firing. I don't really have any analysis as to why. I just like the Bucks D this week. The the only thing I'll say is it's gonna rain. I think I think that absolutely favors Browns here. Yeah, Chubb um, might run it down their throats, son. Yeah, although I mean the, the Bucks have that great run defense. If anybody's gonna stuff them up, it's gonna be him. But the rain favors the Browns. I, look, I'm not taking the Browns unless they're getting double digit points. So I'm definitely not taking them against Tom Brady at three and a half. I'd probably stay away from this game, but I, I, I understand your pick. I empathize. What's your final pick? Um, last pick. This one is a little weird. It's, it's like my rat line detector is not going off full Blair, but it's kind of buzzing. It's been, it's been buzzing on this one. Um, and that's Tennessee plus two at home against the Bengals. Bengals are really banged up. Um, Chase is probably not going to play. Mixon's probably not going to play. Um, and Tennessee has looked good. Who, who did they play last week that they looked good? Packers. Uh, right, right. They played the Packers on, on Thursday night. Um, and this, their offense looked look great. Um, yeah. And then, and the week before that they beat Denver pretty good. Um, although their offense did not look good there. And then they hung in with Kansas city. So in the beginning of the season, I canceled the Titans. I'm, I'm all the way back on them. Now it's Derrick Henry season. I think Burks is coming alive. The defense is playing solid football. Um, so I, I, this line feels like it should be Tennessee, especially because they're at home, like Tennessee minus three and a half, four and a half. So for them to be getting two points, it's almost a rat line, but it's not. So I'm hammering them. I mean, I took the over. I just think there's going to be a lot of points. It could go either way. Um, but the whole Cincinnati offense is so banged up and Tennessee's playing good defense. It, it feels like this could be a blowout. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's why you got to play the game. Uh, Devin, your fifth and final pick before you hit the links on the simulator. Hit the screen. So for my final pick, I will be going with the Eagles minus six and a half prime time versus Packers. I think this is a bounce back game for the Eagles. Um, Their offense. Did we just lose Devin to the simulator? We might have just lost him to the car. What was the pick? He had the Eagles minus seven. Um, I think they're the Sunday night game. Should we just fill in with our own analysis? Correct. You think you said right, that? Give, give, us, give us some analysis here. Uh, Eagles struggled last week. Um, I think the offense figures it out here. Cowboys probably get a win. Uh, during Thanksgiving, and I think they uh, feel the pressure. And I too think they feel the pressure. We 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 lost them again. All right. Um, this is how you fill in the gaps very easily. 
So uh, let's just run through our picks real quick, and then we'll do a little Thanksgiving wrap-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got Chargers minus four versus the Cardinals, Seahawks minus three and a half versus the Raiders, Bears plus six versus the Jets, over 42 and a half Bengals, Titans, and Bucks minus three and a half versus the Browns. Um, I got Lions plus nine and a half, Thanksgiving Day, wet the beak at home. Um, Rivalry week, Notre Dame plus five and a half, and Ohio State minus seven and a half, biggest rivalry games. Um, Bears plus six. And Titans plus two on Sunday. Do we think Devin is in a spot to announce? All right. Me? All right, there we go. If you guys can hear me now, um, my picks are Giants plus nine and a half, Alabama first half minus 11, Ohio State minus seven and a half, Bears plus six, and Eagles minus six and a half. That Bama game is the first half line is 11. That feels like a lot yep. for a team. Not playing that well. I mean, I couldn't tell you. All that said, though, I couldn't tell you one player on Auburn right now. Agree, but they got they got Cadillac. What's the what's the spread for the full game? I'm checking. I believe it's 23. Cadillac, I read an article about him today. He wanted his nickname to be Ferrari, but they said you run like a Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Yeah, they used to call me uh, Toyota Camry, so it could be worse. They used to call me Miniman. <laughs> Toyota Sienna. Get you from point A to point B. Doesn't matter how fast. <laughs> um, all right, Dave, you got some Thanksgiving Mount Rushmore's you want to talk. I'll throw it over to you. Yeah, let's just talk about our, our favorite Thanksgiving food because I think we, we've been thinking a lot about the football because it should be a really fun day and weekend of football. We haven't thought thought enough about what this holiday is really about. Food. Pecan Some pie. Pecan pie, that's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Love a good pecan pies, pumpkin bread. I'm not, I'll admit, I'm not the biggest turkey guy. Um, well, what do you, what do you, what, what kind of fixings do you accessorize your turkey with? You know, I'll have some stuffing. I'll have my cranberries. I'll have my sweet potato, the yam-looking ones, the big ones with a little bit of glaze. Yeah, but like, what are you? Are you? Are you? So you're a turkey and cranberry guy. You put gravy on that bird. What are you doing? No, just you know, I just kind of have the turkey on one section of my plate and everything else on the other section. See, I think that's where you're messing up here. You gotta, you gotta put some gravy on that on that bird. Get it nice and moist, or at least some cranberry, preferably both. And then mix it in with some stuffing. I think I think you'll like turkey better. You also got to stick to the dark meat. Mm, yes, there's a joke to be made there, but I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, please don't. Um, pecan pie is a good one though. Pecan pie is a, is, is a top tier Thanksgiving dessert, especially with some vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think other Thanksgiving Mount Rushmores. Um, hey. Um, stuffing, stuffing is, is slept on. Yep. I agree. I don't understand why we don't eat it, uh, you know, during other days of the year. Although I think that's part of the reason we like it so much. Cause it's like, it's a treat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a spending time with your family like this, it's a treat. Yeah. But for yes. a lot of people, there's a pretty clear explan- explanation as to why that's not done more. Stuffing. No, spending time with your family. Oh yeah. 
That that I get. That I get. I'll um, understand some some other good Thanksgiving traditions. It looks like Devin left us, so it's just me and you. That that's okay. You know, as much as I hate our friends from time to time, all of us getting together the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is nice. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving is just as much about blacking out in your hometown as it is about, you know, food. And I suppose it should also be about giving thanks. Elisa's coming down the stairs right now. Should we get her opinion on it? Yeah, let's get Elisa. Elisa. Hey, you're live on the podcast. Welcome. Bet you didn't think that was going to happen when you walked down the stairs. Hello, everybody. Uh, what do you have on your Thanksgiving Mount Rushmore? Could be food, could be experiences. Like, for instance, like one of your Thanksgiving Mount Rushmores is like, I get drunk with David and my friends, and you get drunk with David's parents and your friends. I, I don't like that you're speaking for your mother. You got to let her have her own voice. Well, I'm just, I'm giving her, I'm like pointing her in the right direction. No, my Mount Rushmore is getting up early to get the turkey going while watching the parade hung over from being with my friends on Friendsgiving the night before Thanksgiving. Elisa, I have a question, and I've been wondering this for a long time, and you're the best person to answer it. What What is it about being a mother that makes you like the parade so much? Because all mothers seem to love that thing, and I just don't get it. There's no way your mother wakes up and watches the parade. Oh, yeah. She loves it. They, lo- they All mothers love the parade. It's <laughs> Nostalgia. It brings back, like, when I watched the parade with my family, and when you guys were little, I used to watch the parade with you. And it's You used to watch the parade with David? Well, not with David, but per se. I mean, but with you guys. I actually think my favorite part of it. I have to go cook. Love you guys. I actually think my favorite part of the parade is just how heinous the lip syncing is. Goodbye, Lisa. There's no good parts of the parade. It's like your favorite part of of (laughs) L or or math class. Every part of it sucks. It's just good when it's over and Santa Claus shows up. You You must not have had Mr. Hyman for math. I quite enjoyed that class. Um, at least it's very confused. She just paraded up the stairs saying, this is a different podcast. And now I'm on the podcast. You know what? In the, in the one minute that Elisa was on the podcast, she has been more insightful than either of our last two guests. Shout, shout out to Ant, by the way, who, um, we have drug tested and we're waiting on the results and picked Argentina to win the world cup on the podcast. And they just lost to Saudi Arabia. So I should have um, taken him up when he was offering that free Billy Joel concert early ticket earlier. You really, I, I, and if you're listening to this, um, I, I didn't respond to that because I, I didn't want to go to Billy Joel with you and your girlfriend and your mom on Thanksgiving and his dad. Oh, well, that actually, if I had known yo was going, I might have gone. I think it was more so if I took the free ticket, I just didn't want to listen to our friend's commentary on the fact that I wouldn't be going to dinner and would instead be going to a concert. Yeah, I mean, listening to a 75-year-old man play the piano and sing instead of going out on the biggest bar night of the year <laughs> is um, is sort of a low-hanging fruit for, for group chat fodder. All that said, I mean, you've obviously never seen Billy live. He's I do really want to go. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. Yeah, I believe it. I think he's probably older than 75, too, to be honest. Wow. He doesn't look that old. Honestly, that's the perk of being bald when you get old is, like, nobody knows that you got silver-ass hair and you're really old. I think 30-year-olds look older when they're bald, but bald 50-year-olds and six bald 60-year-olds 
actually look younger because they're bald. What if you're like my dad, though, who's bald and has a very long gray beard? Kind of defeats the purpose of that, then, no? Totally defeats the purpose. You got to be bald and clean-shaven, or you got to be bald with a salt-and-pepper beard. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, you know what? Shout out to Devin, who's apologizing via text right now. Nah, fuck Devin. You're dead to us. You know what I'm thankful for? Accountability. (laughs) (laughs) Accountability is overrated. Something I'm thankful for. You know what else? Sunday, like to me, the Sunday football slate this week is so meh outside of like this Bengals-Titans game in terms of matchups. I'm actually seeing a movie Sunday morning that will bleed a little bit into one o'clock. Well, we're kind of blowing our, our football load twice before Sunday this this week. So if there's ever been a good time to have a not-so-exciting slate, I think it's this week. I'm not that mad about it. Yeah, I'm going to see the new Knives Out movie. Uh, that'll be good. Yeah, I'm excited. It's only in theaters for a week, and then it's on Netflix. So I'll we'll enjoy do it a week. Whoa. I'll enjoy it. I'll probably spoil it for you guys, and uh, that'll be that. That's a questionable financial decision, by the way. Going to a movie and paying $15 when you could see it for free in like four days. That's where you're wrong, Dave. I pay $25 a month for the AMC Stubbs Pass. I could see up to three movies a week. I didn't know that still existed. Oh, it's legitimately the two best things I spend money on every month are the athletic and AMC Stubbs. The two A's, if you need a three A, accountability, accountability, athletic, AMC Stubbs. Accountability is overrated. (laughs) Me and Josh and me and Zach Wilson agree. All right, let's wrap this up. With David Santola, my name is Jason Minorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Enjoy football, enjoy some family time, and have a happy Thanksgiving.